This is a Rooster Teeth production. Stomp on into the stinky dragon and imbibe our latest Bev swift kick to the cannibals. It's a mixture of lemon and slime sherbet, one can of bite claw, crushed grape soda, topped with maraschino fairies. One swig of this gargantuan gut rot, you'll no longer be fed up with people. Previously, our adventurers infiltrated the twisting tunnels of the Tabulian Lair. After facing off with some formidable foes and torturous traps, they finally found a few familiar imprisoned paws. But can they rescue the rest from Quadrant's clutches before life and limb are lost? Or will they pay the ultimate cost? Grab hold of your hooch and scooch on in because it's time for this tale of Armageddon. Grabbing onto my hooch. Here we go. <laughs> there was like a missing rhyme there. It was like an Armageddon or Armageddon to begin. I don't know. You're setting up for a rhyme, and I was like, ah, ah, ah. never mind. No, just just me. Only knows. <laughs> <laughs> I just was. I was too focused on hooch. So <laughs> we're, we're we're living in the uh, the pun of Armageddon. Oh, okay. Mm. Sorry. I we just had this this back and forth with my computer. So if we're going against uh, Quadrin, who is a robot, I'm. I'm really going to put my heart and soul into this fight because I'm not happy with machines this morning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take, take out your frustration on him? Yep. Is Quadrant all machine or is Quadrant cyborg? Oh, we might have to find out this episode, won't we? He's pure oh. evil, John. He's pure evil. Well, it's not, it's not, Kai, it's not, it's not uh, Quadrant. It's Mra. Mra. And what's Mra. going on with that? Yeah. So is Mra and Quadrant the same? Yeah. Arm. It sounds like it is the same. It, it, mm. I think we figured out it's arm backwards and that right. these uh, Tabulians are working Worshipping him because I think he's cutting off arms of people or yeah. pies in particular and giving them to him. Yeah, if you're an entire race of individuals that don't have arms and you find this guy who has a plethora of arms, it makes sense to be like, ooh. Mm-hmm. In the kingdom of blind men, the six-eyed man is king. Yeah. Is that how that goes? That's exactly is how that it goes. like a Bible verse? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, you open the large stone door to a cavernous sandstone hall bathed in firelight. You see rows and rows of Tabulians bowing toward a raised stone dais in the center of the room, surrounded by a pool of green fluid. But some of the Tabulians look different. Half of them are no longer limbless serpents with wings. Now some have glowing orange arms. To the north, you can see a cave mouth shaped like a fang maw. And out from the mouth, a towering figure slinks from the darkness onto the dais. The Tabulians continue chanting, Mra, Mra, Mra. Firelight flickers across the metallic body of Quadrant. <gasps> he smiles wide and raises forearms, hushing the crowd. My fellow Tabulians, I have just spoken with the Great Cloud, and I come bearing good tidings. The time has finally come when we know longer cower in the shadows of shame. The great cloud has shown favor on us and granted us the power to reach. Quadrant's right eye shimmers and radiates with an orange light. The crowd cheers and raises their fists. With these arms, we will take back what is ours, our draconic honor, our homeland to Torah, and the arms of our oppressors bring forth the tributes. Out from the fang mouth come four squadrons escorting a line of pies chained up together. And you recognize Chick, Kara, and Ludi among the prisoners. They're all dragged up toward the stone dais. The last pie in the line is much shorter, paler, and has red eyes. And you recognize her as Pat Burns. Quadron looks down at the prisoners and says, Thank you so much for volunteering. We appreciate you supporting our cause with such open arms. <laughs> the squadrons yank on the chains and all the prisoners fall to the ground, prone with their arms outstretched. Quadron unsheaths an orange-bladed arm, holding it high. Let the Armageddon begin. 
Well, lucky for you guys, nobody has noticed you all enter the room yet. So you all get a little uh, surprise action to figure out what it is you're going to do here. Yeah. Bursting arrow! No. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think Bard is still invisible. I think Mud had cast Pass Without a Trace before we went in, correct? Yes. Okay. Also disguised self, so I look like a Tabulian. I guess without arms, right? Because you hadn't really seen the with arm ones yet. <laughs> Mud, Mud takes a look around the room and then adds arms to his disguise. <laughs> <laughs> How many Tabulians are there? There's quite a few Tabulians. They're, um, you know, in rows facing up toward the dais. Uh, if you had to make a guess, I'd say you'd estimate that there's probably like 20. Mm. The odds are against us. I feel inclined to try diplomacy before just jumping into action. There is no diplomacy with Quadrant. Well, I meant more with like the Tabulians. I wish the audience could have seen Blaine's face when he said that. He looked so disgusted and so just like, <laughs> how dare you even <laughs> suggest diplomacy. I don't even know you, Mud. They're clearly a uh, misled people and I, I put more fault into Quadrant than the Tabulians. if I'm going to be, uh, like, pragmatic about this. I'm going to put some arrows into Quadrant. You can do that. I'm not defending Quadrant here. Bad, bad guy. Lots of arms, bad guy. I'm worried that there's just too many of them, and Quadrant's probably too powerful if we try to attack. So, like, the question is here, do we try to, like, make a distraction and save the prisoners? Do we try to, like, just go for Quadrant? Like, I don't know what to do here. As much as I want to feel Quadrant's blood on my hand and prosthetic hand, uh, <laughs> no, I think we should we should try to get them in and fight another day. Because I'm all out of lucky feats. I got an idea. That's why. Uh, mud <laughs> nudges Gum Gum yeah. and, and says, Gum Gum. These are your friends. They are my friends. These are your people. They are my people. You've got to, you've got to help them. So, this is your moment. Go, Gum Gum. How far away are they? So you all enter through a door that's kind of to the south of the room. So you enter, you enter from like kind of the southwest corner of the room, uh, and the room opens up in front of you. The first group of Tabulians is probably not that far away. We'll say twenty feet. But the space going on to the dais is a little further beyond that. We'll call it like 40, 45 feet or so. And are there any like of those warp gates, just those really, really convenient portals to another land? Oh, the immersed gateway? No, you do not see any immersed gateways. But you do see that entrance at the center northern portion of the room where the prisoners were brought out from. And is that also where Quadrant is? Quadrant's on the dais, kind of in the center of the room. So like 40, 45 feet away or so. A little bit of a theater in the round is what he's doing. Yeah, kind of. It's uh, rectangular, but yeah, yeah, that's the same, same, same so, idea. So box theater then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I smack Gum Gum's butt. Okay. Uh... I feel like we should try to like go around the like side of the walls to where the prisoners are on the other side and get them back out that door and escape. Yeah. So just to Barbara's point, the prisoners were dragged out of that door to the north, but they have been brought up to the dais with Quadrant kind of in the middle of the room. Oh, man. <laughs> They've been forced to kneel there. And we already uh -oh. blew our sending stone text, right? Our phone a friend? Yeah, and I don't know if, I don't know if we have time to, like, telephone... Uh, the idea here is that this is supposed to be a surprise round, not that you would have necessarily time to send a message and get one back. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Bart's invisible and has passed without a trace. If Bart, while Gum Gum does some of his uh, charismatic charisma, wants to, like, try to get to the prisoners and do a little bit of sneaky sneaky. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, if I tug on one of them while invisible, is that going to, like... Freak him out, <laughs> or is that gonna be like, oh, maybe it's a sign. Does Chick know you? Does Chick know you? I mean, we met, we all met Chick back yeah. in Pius Pass when we broke go. her shop and stole a bunch of stuff. I think, I think we gotta take out, I think we gotta take our yeah. move. Like, this is a surprise okay. move. Uh, John, you're a Tabulian in disguise, so you go play uh, a counter and try and convince other Tabulians to go along with it. Bart, you're invisible, you grab the <laughs> get the uh captives out of the way uh i'll be distraction blaine you do uh you have kyborg kyborg you go after quadrant or take his eye or something i don't know wait what no we gotta pick what are the what like i here come come if you can convince the tabulians to turn on quadrant turn on quadrant that's yeah. what that's the, what we can do here what I'm saying is you're a Tabulian dressed up, so you can be like, yeah, he makes sense. You know? Okay, so I, I then then uh, Mud tries to, like, join the, the, the back of the crowd and be one of the Tabulians. Hey, you, what's your name? 
good. I don't. I don't think you speak what they speak. They're Are they speaking common or draconic? Draconic, bro. They're speaking common right now. Okay, because because quadrants here. Quadrant don't speak draconic. You know, you gotta. Right. Right. Uh, my name is. Fizzle sticks. <laughs> oh, fizzle sticks. Uh, are you as excited as we are to see uh, Umra unleash the Armageddon? Yes. Look at my my new arms. They're so orange and cool, aren't they? Oh, you're so lucky. What did you do to earn your arms so quickly from Umra? I, I want a spelling bee. <laughs> 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 oh, the greatest of us all. They begin okay. bowing to you. <laughs> yes. Little worm bow. I, sp- I spelt all the le- all the words. <laughs> Make a deception check just for fun. A what check? Deception. Okay. I like the shock in your voice. A what? <laughs> I'm using an inspiration dice. That was a nine. That was a five. That was a, that was, I mean, that was a, a, a six. It got worse. A uh, nine. All right, I'm going to go ahead and roll their insight here. Lucky for you, they're not the brightest uh, I clearly people. should have advantage, though, because I'm dressed like them, and I got cool arms. Dude, I'm looking at my spell slots and all that stuff. I ain't got nothing. This I is why this we is have to do fun. this. They also get a nine. Oh, okay, cool. So uh, I'll, I'll give that to you. Ty goes to the runner. Why, why don't you have arms? Oh, were you bad this year? <laughs> it's several of them. Uh, they're kind of grouped up together. Oh, none of us have been deemed worthy yet. We're hoping to reach for our arms today. That would be that would be great. Is there an area that's opposite, like the other direction where I could distract them? The back of the thing? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Also, should we roll initiative just for like a turn order in this scenario? Do you think? I'm going to kind of give everyone one shot to do something. Uh, okay. I'll go around the horn here oh, and then we'll, uh, we'll start initiative. Round. Right, exactly. Okay. So that, that was pretty much uh, mud. And now, Gum Gum, what were you going to do? Uh, well, if I'm going to distract... Then I want to go to wherever that, like, raised area that's opposite of where the uh, front of the thing is, where the captives are. So to the center of the room, to the dais. Well, no, no, opposite it, so that their attention would be be turned the other direction. So Oh, so like the very south wall then. Yeah. Okay. I want to go there, and I want to take a little of my exploding jelly and throw it up so it, like, makes a poof, a little poof. Does that make sense? What's it going to explode with? I just throw it up against the ceiling. Just a little bit, little like... Oh, you gotcha, know. gotcha. Okay. Not a lot, very little. Just okay. enough to get attention. Okay. And then once everyone's lo- looking at the explosion... Hello! <laughs> Jesus. What was that? I, Bart, why I didn't am, we go? I am Gum Gum, the great wizard. And I tell you, there is another way to get your arms. A magical way. And I could do it and help you all achieve Armageddon without the Geddons. Just arms. <laughs> I have already done so, my friends. If you know of Otak and Osiris, they have already gotten their arms without violence. Ooh, calling back to actual names. It's an interesting tactic. Go ahead and make me a, a deception check as well, but I'll give you advantage for referencing their compatriots. Okay, can do this. Come on. I really wasn't on board before, but you got to do it. You got to. 21. Oh, that's really good. And a five. I'm going to go with the 21. (laughs) We'll we'll go with the 21. All right. Good choice. You're probably going to beat them, but let's see what they roll. Ooh, they got like a 16. Lucky for you. Some of the Tabulians in your area lean in a little closer. If you want, we can say that's everything you've done for now and I can keep moving. Yeah. Bart or Kyborg, does any of you have an idea for what you all want to (sighs) do? Is there anything dangling above Quadrant, like a big exploding chandelier or some exploding (laughs) barrels? A chandelier made of C4. (laughs) Yeah, so the dais is surrounded by a green liquid similar to what you saw in the lake, that corrosive stuff that kind of damaged you all as you swam through it. And yeah, sure, why not? We'll say it's an unfinished ceiling and there's a couple of stalactites up above the dais. I mean, team. I mean, Gum Gum's doing his thing. In D&D terms, can Kyborg do a, a ready a strike? Yeah, you could. Uh, that being said, it would not proc during the surprise round, so it basically would waste your surprise round, and you could activate it during once initiative rolls, because everyone gets one action right now for a surprise. Mm. I feel like we just went into this dialogue and all this stuff, so it's going to really throw Gum Gum's plan for a loop if I act and shoot Quadrant, you know? I think a great action for Kyborg is actually withholding action because that's character growth. <laughs> I'm looking through if I have anything. <laughs> Didn't even hear. Did it? Right over you... his head. Right yeah. over. I thought you were going to say something like, 
I think forgiveness is the right action. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't forgive Kyborg. No, no, what no. What a twist. Don't what forgive a twist Kyborg. In the arc. No, I mean, I mean, Quadrant. Don't, don't forgive Quadrant. Well, I wonder what Gus and Micah would do if, if Blaine was like, you know what? Kyborg's going to forgive Quadrant and uh, <laughs> let bygones be bygones. Well, that would require Quadrant to also accept it and change his ways. Is this the boss fight? Is this the boss fight? Is this happening? Don't think, don't, of it, don't think of it like video games. Don't think of it like video games. Well, because I have the longbow crystal in it, so if I have the opportunity, I could switch my bow over oh do that The thing is though is if because if i claim that quadrant is uh with with the longbow i can do this thing where i uh i deem him my my uh nemesis enemy or whatever my nemesis but if i do that then i get disadvantage on everything that doesn't go against quadrant so if we are not facing quadrant for the final time right now then I'm going to mess myself up for, what, 10 days? That's just a, you announce it, right? So that's not even a, a, a turn thing. That's just like a free action. No, but switching his weapon. Yeah, but you don't have to announce do it, it as your enemy. Do it, So I have do to it. say forever, Winter, the target of your attack becomes your sworn enemy until it dies or until seven days later. Uh, you can only have one such enemy at a time. When your sworn enemy dies, you can choose a new one. Don't overthink, just do. All right, fine. I'm switching over to the Bow of Crystallina, and then I'm, I'm just got an arrow trained on Quadrant. Okay. Do I have to scream forever, Winter, or can I mumble it under my breast so the bow gets the idea? You can whisper it gently to the bow. Uh, okay, okay. I say, forever, Winter. <laughs> no, no, I do it way cooler. I do it. I do, I, forever, Winter. And, and, I, and I have an arrow trained on it. Kyborg, Kyborg's growling at his bow. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I'm, I'm calling that canon as you did both. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to do that again. Bart, what's up? How far is this uh, center dais thing from us? Uh, you came in the door in the southwest corner. The dais is in the center. It's a kind of a diagonal northeast from you. We'll say it's between 40 to 45 feet or so. And don't forget, there is that green pool of liquid that's kind of in a semicircle along the southern edge. So if you want it to get to the dais from where you are, you have to go north kind of around the pool and approach it from the north. Okay. So there's no, like, stairs or, like, like bridges it's like a moat. Yeah, it's almost like a moat. You'd have to go up to the northern wall and then kind of head southeast from there to get around it. You could try jumping over it. At its thinnest, it's five feet across. At its thickest, it's 10 feet across. I'll, I'll go uh, try to get onto the center there and jump over so I don't have to go all the way around. Mm -hmm. So to do that, it's from the southern edge is the thinnest. We'll say it's about five feet across. Okay, I'm going to try to do that. So you're going to head over from the south. So the south is also where Gum Gum is. So that actually works to your advantage because every Tabulian there in the southern portion has turned around and is facing south to see Gum Gum's distractions. So you'd be able to to jump, even though you're invisible and pass without a trace. No one's actually looking in the direction for this moment where you're doing this. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and make an athletics check to see if you can jump the five feet over. All right. Oh, thank God, 17. Nice. Oh, curses. <laughs> it rolled from a four to a 14, and I was like, oh. <laughs> We were kind of hoping you would jump and wouldn't roll so well. Just a big splash. How dare. How dare. <laughs> yeah, you are able to jump across. It's not very big, but in your mind, it's bigger than it actually is. But uh, you managed How to. How deep is it? You don't know. Because okay. it's it's like a, an opaque green liquid you can't really see to the bottom. Okay. But yeah, you uh, jump across to the dais and land on there. Is there anything else you want to do? I guess technically you would get one action and movement. We'll say you moved here. So yeah, you could still do something if you wanted to. Okay. Um, question for the team. I could attempt to use Polymorph on on Quadrant and change him into a different thing and push him in to the green liquid. Because I feel like this guy's a big guy and probably wouldn't. As cool as that sounds, man, I just, I, there's no world in which he fails that role because he has such crazy modifiers. Like, didn't we try to do something to him in the last encounter in the flashback? And he just like, oh. I don't know, what do you guys think? I think it also, that doing that spell would break my invisibility, right, guys? Polymorph is a concentration spell, so yes. Yeah. Would it give away your position? Could you cast it and like, if we pass it, then hey, it works. If not, then no one knows. Just to clarify for how the spells work. Remember, invisibility just gives you advantage on your stealth check. Stealth. Uh, so your invisibility would drop, but you still do have pass without a trace, which is giving you a plus 10 to your stealth. So even though you would lose advantage, you would still have plus 10 on. At what percent of Quadrant's body is metal, would we say? It looks like all of it. Because I also do have heat metal, which would maybe hurt him a lot. I see the gears turning in Barbara's head. I just like, I, I guess it's like, what direction do we go and do we try to take him out? I'm on team 
gum gum right now. That's where that's where mud is. Okay. Um, I'm gonna cast heat metal on Quadrant. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 real fast, I, I was gonna just to clarify and, and like give a little more description specifically for this, Barbara. It does appear that he is all metal, with the exception of his four eyes. You know, his three regular eyes and then his glowing orange eye. His eyes do not appear to be metal. Just for clarification. Okay. I took that other. He eye. has four eyes. Yeah. Just to be clear, if you cast heat metal on right now, you just walked right up to him and then cast a spell, and you're right next to him. Yeah, I know. I mean, I gotta do something here. I'm gonna actually try to tug at the prisoners and try to lead them away. Okay. We are all so on edge, man. This is this is rough. <laughs> Pretty much the only direction you can go off the dais is north. Like I said, the other sides are surrounded by that green uh, liquid. So you want to try to tug them and pull them back to the north. You're trying to go back out that exit to the north or west or east around the liquid? What do you, what do you think? Uh, probably the exit to the north. Okay, so you start kind of tugging on them to the north. Yeah, and I, I maybe go, come come with me. Come with me if you want to live. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear that from a distance and I go, yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that everyone has taken like a little surprise action here, everyone just go ahead and roll initiative so we can get things in order here. 16. 17. 11. 14. We see Gus roll <laughs> twenty D twenties or whatever. That's <laughs> oh, true. So just to clarify, Bart was seventeen, Gum Gum was fourteen, Kyborg was eleven, and Mud was sixteen. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Should I, should I use my lucky? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I thought you were out. I have one left. So I got one. Don't use it for an initiative roll. I just want to be the first to shoot Quadrant. Man, if it hadn't been for Miranda Lorian, I'd have literally all of my things. That exploding arm cannon thing and a bunch well, of who's cool arrows. Whose fault is that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You put a bunch of enemies in front of a boss battle, you give us a save point. You give us a checkpoint before the boss battle. You gotta does. stop thinking about this like a video game. It's it's hindering you. Yeah. I can't. You're like, if only the non-playable character hadn't forced me to use all my good stuff. <laughs> To hit all the buttons on D&D Beyond. All the buttons. I just thought it would be funny, all right? So if, you know, last episode's going to be real funny, you're welcome for my sacrifice. Where we all die. <laughs> no, that's this episode I mean, that we all die. The, the thing is, is that, Blaine, you're complaining to, like, Barb and I, who are spellcasters, and we play the game all the time of having mm -hmm. to, like, figure out how to slowly use our spell slots, you know, strategically <gasps> so we don't you're right. get to the end of stuff and don't have any spell slots. You're right. Give me your spells. Give me your spells. Give me right, your archive. I, ca I, cast, I cast Call Lightning on Kyborg. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Give me a spell slot. I need this. I cast Polymorph on Kyborg and turn him into a goldfish. When, when it gets to your arc, all right, then then I'll give you whatever you need. But I, sure, I sure. need this. I cast Conjure Animals. Eight cows no. fall on Kyborg. No, no. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm finally done rolling my 35 uh, initiative rolls over here. Bart, make me a stealth check, uh, just because you're close to everyone and you're moving prisoners now. With advantage, though, right? Uh, with advantage, yes. And also an additional plus 10 because of Pass Without a Trace. Yes. So 34. Hell yeah. How is it 34? Because <laughs> she rolled well, a 24. 24 plus 10 with pa uh, without a trace. Pass without a trace. How is your stealth modifier plus oh, no, 10? No, no, oh no. my god. No, no, no. Wait. Is your stealth modifier plus 10? Or, oh, are you proficient in it? Yes. I mean, my stealth is just plus 10. I've, yeah, you know. that's what it is. Yeah. What's your plus dex? 10. My dex is plus... Seven on saving throws and plus four on uh, checks, so it's eighteen total. Wait, wait. I guess like what number are you asking for? My what's my your dexterity? Dex like what's your dexterity? What's eighteen. Your... Dang. I was I was looking at the wrong character sheet and it didn't make sense. I clicked over to your character sheet and it makes sense now, Barbara. That's why I was like, <laughs> I was looking at the wrong character. Now I look at it, I see all the numbers add up. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Crazy. That is impressive. All right, twenty four. Hey, I'll just for fun. I'm gonna roll. I think this is an impossible roll for me, but uh, I'm gonna check anyway. <laughs> 34. This is, yeah, definitely impossible for me. Yeah, there's no way. I rolled 2d20 and I still didn't get to 34. Yeah, my performance and my stealth are my highest modifiers. So if we ever need sneaky boys, it is I. Bart's the guy. <laughs> my highest one is my animal handling. <laughs> so, um, Bart, you were up there on the dais and you're kind of pulling the prisoners away. You're kind of close to Quadron and there's like four squadrons around him. They don't seem to take note of you as you're pulling the prisoners away. They do all, however, notice Gum Gum, and their eyes are on him right now in the southern end of the room. 
they are familiar with you guys. So two of the squadrons that are up there decide they want to do something about Gum Gum being down there in the south. What are they going to do? So it's their turn right now, mine yet? Correct. Okay. I just had you make a check because you're up there and close to them to make sure that they weren't going to notice you and attack notice you. Me. Okay. So yeah, the two of the squadrons that are up there see Gum Gum to the south and they say, uh, destroy all humanoids. And they both fire. It's very casual. <laughs> They're cold, emotionless. Uh, they both fire lances out toward the south from their uh, robotic bodies. Towards Gum Gum, hitting AC 10 and 18. So I assume the 18 is a hit? 18 is a hit. A lance comes flying across the room uh, and hits you, Gum Gum, doing 15 points of damage. Okay. Bart, it is your turn. And then after Bart is Mud. Chris is very broken up about that. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading Chris wrong, but I was thinking that it seems like we're just in full-on battle now and that the opportunity for, like, talking is gone. Well, that's up to you guys. The squadrons and quadrant are definitely against you guys. Okay. Chris was treating with the Tabulians. So, I mean, that's TBD. From your perspective, you don't necessarily know. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Who, who threw the, the thing at Gum Gum? One of the squadrons that's up there on the dais. How many are squadrons are there? Four. There's four on the dais next to quadrant. Goodness. Really quick, John, if you act like your arms fall off and like it's all a cheat and that quadrant's screwing them over, then you can turn them against, because you're still a, a thing, right? Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got all you. Right. But Barbara, it is sorry. Bart's turn right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. Could I uh, try to walk away from the dice with the prisoners towards the door now? Yeah, you absolutely okay. can start doing that. All eyes are on that little, uh, that little wizard boy. Yeah, so I tug at their little chain. Just to clarify, I believe what you said earlier, you're pulling them out to the north, which is the closest exit where they came from. Yeah, I I guess, do we want to bring them where they came from? But if it's an exit, it's an exit, so yeah. Yeah, the only other option would be the one to the southwest, which is kind of far. You'd have to make them jump over the liquid like you did. And I don't think they could make it. They're all chained up. Um, yeah, mm. I'll take them to the north. Okay, yeah, you begin uh, moving them. Uh, make another... So you can make a stealth check they're going to have to make one independent of you. Okay. That just means, that, and honestly, metagame-wise, most likely it's going to be noticed that they're being moved, but you probably will not be noticed yourself. Okay. I'll make a self check. 29. Ooh. I assume I don't have to do another one. No, but you still have the plus 10 as well for pass without a trace because that's so, still up. So 39. 39. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. You begin leading the prisoners away out to the door to the north. Is there anything else you want to do? You get pretty close, just FYI. With your full movement, you're pretty much at the door after this move. Um, so if I cast Minor Illusion, I don't see that that's a concentration component. So am I able to cast a Minor Illusion and still keep my invisibility? So invisibility says the spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. But this is a cantrip. But it's still casting a it's, spell. Yeah, like, it's still a spell. Yeah, it, normally a spell would drop if you have to cast something that's like concentration, but cantrips are still classified as spells. So if you cast a cantrip, invisibility ends. Okay, well, if I'm going to break my invisibility, I'd want to do it with something a little more uh, meaningful. So could I, now that we have moved off the platform, could I cast Cloud of Daggers over the uh, dice? Yes. And I'm going to do it at the third level. Ooh, I don't like that. All right, so you're going to cast it on the dais. Let's see. We got quadrant. We got some squadrons. And what's how big is the cube that it fills? I think it's a five-foot cube. Five-foot cube. But the range is 60 feet. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how many uh, enemies you'd be able to hit. Uh, who do you want to center it? I assume you want to get quadrant in it. Yeah. Okay, I'll say you'd be able to get Quadron and one of the squadrons that was next to him. We'll say the one that successfully uh, attacked Gum Gum. What about the other uh, squadrons? How close are they together? So it's kind of like Quadron in the middle and then two squadrons on one side and two squadrons on the other side. They're each grouped up together. Mm, okay. Mm, I think I'd rather hit two of the, the squadrons. Sure. Would you rather hit the two that have act or the two that have not act? Acted. Uh, I'll take the ones that have acted. Okay, go ahead and uh, roll your damage on them. Oh, here we go, 16. Uh, so yeah, a cloud of daggers appears on one side of the dais engulfing two of the squadrons which have already acted. And uh, yeah, they do take damage from that and they flail around a little bit, kind of trying to swat the uh, daggers uh, away from them. That's what's happening. 
sparks are flying off of their body as the the daggers are slashing into them. And that's it for Barty Boy. Mm-hmm. All right, Mud, you're up. Then after Mud is Gum Gum. Mud uh, slaps his knee and casts <laughs> guidance on himself. Yeehaw! Little knee slapper. <laughs> Woo! And uh, turns to the Tabulians and says, um, "That does that that doesn't break your." Uh... Does not. Okay, make sure. This guy's self is uh, is not a concentration spell. Wait, Tabulians have knees? Sorry. <laughs> okay, then I guess I slap my his my bend. torso <laughs> and I say, "Oh." I've heard of that man, that gum gum. Um, he's actually he, he. I heard he's the man who found our ancient relic that actually gives us our true form uh, without the help of anything that this whatever his face quad quadrant, if that's what his real name is, uh, is is selling us. I, I think he actually is a uh, is a uh, is on the up and up. <laughs> Uh, I like this. I like this. I like where this is going. Make a uh, deception check, uh, Mud. One. <laughs> Nat 20. Nice. Uh, which is a 19. 19. That's pretty good. Let's roll yeah. some insight for them. I like the cut of this guy's jib. They rolled a three on their insight check. So yeah, they're definitely hanging on your every word. Uh, what was that D4? Four. Was that a that mistake? Was my, that was my guidance. Oh, 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 oh. So it's even, it's even higher then. 23. Uh, okay, gotcha. Uh, they begin murmuring amongst each other. Oh, uh, um, really? Uh, the true form? Uh, no need for Armageddon? Mm. No. The Tabulians are very interested in what it is you're saying right now, Mud. I feel like we should be uh, on his side and helping him out. This guy seems to be attacking this guy who has a way to our true form. Oh, interesting. Mud, interesting. Yes. <laughs> Mm, the enemy of my friend is my enemy. Right? I mean, our, our true form. Like, it's weird. It's, that's our friend. Can I respond to that? No, wait. And then I drop the arms from my disguised self. Can I do that? <laughs> yeah, if you want. Oh, even the arms that I got from from Quadrant aren't even aren't even permanent. Permanent. That's not even our true form. This <gasps> thing. This thing is full. This guy is full of lies. Umra is full of I lies. Umra is full of lies. <laughs> Umrah is full of lies. Umrah is full of lies. Shocking. What a what a turn. Yeah, the, the Tabulians are fully invested and they're starting to chant along with you. Vive la revolution! <laughs> can I can I respond to that? Oh, I'm gonna wait until your turn, Gum Gum. Mud, is there anything else you wanna do or uh, are you happy with that turn? Um yeah, I just start really shaking with curiosity because I don't have arms anymore, so I can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then Gum Gum, it's your turn, then Kyborg, you're after that. Okay, well, I want to have raised my arm like I cast the daggers. Oh, okay, <laughs> gotcha. Do not attack me or you'll be destroyed. It is all true. Your so-called umra is wrong. <laughs> He's deceiving. That's too clever for Gum Gum. <laughs> no, it's just it. it's just simple enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's deceiving you. He plans to use all of you for his own evil plans. Mm. The real arms you look for do not come from Umra and his evil magic. It comes from within you. The Umra is the friendship you had along the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then I hold up the 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 uh, the potion or the the blood of of uh, that we got from um, Otak. You know, whenever mm-hmm. he it's like, mm-hmm. here, this elixir is the beginning of a new of a new uh, beginning, <laughs> a new beginning where we where all of you can grow arms and then begin your your new life. But first, you must turn away from the evil lies of Umra. Go. Umra. So you're just holding the bottle up? Yeah, I show it to them, and then I will... Well, yeah, I want to try and persuade them all to, you know, to turn... Like, the only way is to to turn on him and show him for who he really is and take him down. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, I've been... I had Mud do the same thing. I need you to make me a deception check. Okay. Is that deception or persuasion? Deception, because you are lying. Hmm. I mean, there's some truth there's, in this. There's word. truth in that. <laughs> there's some truth um, in that. Actually, there is. What, well, what would you say is wrong or a lie? You don't know that necessarily. Umra is leading them astray, and you are not. You don't have a way to give them arms. Well, I might. I have an idea. <laughs> no, you don't. I know the, you. <laughs> the potion. 
the but blood. But they drank it all over it, or Mud drank it, and then they sucked Mud's blood to get it out. But then I got his blood. But you don't know that the blood necessarily can work that way. Well, I'm going to use my uh, inspiration die on that one. because okay. I'm so <laughs> glad you have an inspiration die. You rolled a six. That's an 11. Oh, 11. A little better. Oh, but okay. I also have a, I have a butt slap. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You just slap his butt. What dice is that? D4. You can have multiple butt slaps going, uh, Mud? Let's say yeah. <laughs> so that's 13. It's not, it's not much added to him. So 13. 13, okay. Let's see. I'm going to roll. Their insight is at a minus one here. So you would want this to be 14 or less. Oh, come on. Seven. Yes. 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 Even without us cheating, we win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they begin chanting, gum, 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 gum. And then I guess I'll rage. Okay. Seems like a good time for it. Yeah. I'll see what that does. Wow. Gum Gum establishing that relationship back in Pious Pass was actually worth something. Like, <laughs> we're all it like, always comes back around. Yes. Yeah. Look at this go. I'm honestly shocked. I thought it was a waste of time. But yeah, having those names and the blood, it's uh, it's it's working out. Yeah. It was all part of our, our genius plan, Gus. Yeah. <laughs> so I teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space. I can see. So where would be the place where I could teleport that would have the biggest, like... Get right up in Quadrant's face, maybe, so you can do barbarian stuff? Give me a kiss. Yeah, I'll teleport right next to Quadrant. Just front on him. So now I'll teleport, you know, I chanted to attack him and pointed. Yeah. And then I teleport next to him. Huh? Okay, yeah. And then I'll strike recklessly down with my axe. Okay. Get down with the sickness. Oh, wow. Oh, how many episodes have we made reference to that? <laughs> uh, and I get to attack, do it twice. Okay, so I'll use the first one, which is... 26? Yeah. Yeah, that hits. That's 12 damage against him. And I'm, like, aiming for his, like, eye. <laughs> his eyes. Can I, I don't know if I can okay. do that. Called shot. Yeah, sure, why not? So, you know, you get so mad that you teleport right up next to Quadrant. You take a swing at him with the axe aiming for uh, his eye, and uh, right as your axe is about to impact with his eye, he quickly grabs a squadron next to him and swaps places with it, and uh, you end up hitting one of the squadrons instead. Okay. Doing 12 points of damage. Mm, nice. And then I have a second at action, a second attack as well. Okay. And I also scream, begin the revolution! <laughs> <laughs> So can I not attack Quadrant? In game, you wouldn't know, but I'll tell you metagame, that's one of like Quadrant's abilities. It's just a reaction where mm. I'll tell you once per round, he can uh, he can do that, where he can swap places with someone who's close to him. So is he like now not next to me? Uh, he's still within melee range. They were like right next to each other. So you just have to turn to a diagonal if you want to attack okay. Quadrant. And now. then I'll, yeah, I'll turn to Quadrant and then attack him again. Mm -hmm. It would be a 14. Yeah, 14 uh, misses. Dang. I guess that's it. All right. Because, I mean, I, I called upon them to attack him and then attack and then teleport and attack. Gum Gum's a revolutionary. He's uh, starting an uprising here. I was going to say. Well, with help. Yeah. Kyborg, how do you feel about that? Oh, I, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. <laughs> so, Quadrant's now my sworn enemy because I said forever winter, so I'm just going to take a shot with a longbow of crystallina. Do it. That's a 21. That hits. All right. Doing... Nine points of damage. Uh, but it says if the attack hits, your sworn enemy takes an extra 3d6 cold damage. But first, let's get a little icy hot up in here because I still got flame arrows from the last episode. So that's <laughs> 1d6 fire. Um, so I'm going to do a d6 roll. I'm like nervous. This I'm, I'm, I'm horribly nervous. That's a six. <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah, you're seeing the person who murdered your entire family right in oh, front yeah. of you. So. Yeah, this, this is not a good feeling, but it is a good feeling because we're going to kill him. Now I'm going to switch back over to uh, cold damage, which is 3d6. And that is 12 points of damage. Okay. Cool. That's fun. Yeah, you uh, hit Quadrant, who starts looking around with fury to see the source of the attack. Uh, I, and then between my attacks, I say, I will have my revenge. And then uh, I shoot another longbow of crystalline arrow. Mm, 18. That hits. All right. That is oh, six points of damage plus 1d6 fire damage because of the fire arrows. That's one point additional. Shoot. That's better than zero. Yeah. Mm -hmm. sure, sure. So 3d6 cold damage. Let's get them special arrows. 13. Mm, okay. A lot of damage. 
It's a lot of damage. Quadron's orange eye glows almost red with anger and fury as it locks onto Kyborg. Probably need to get this eye out of him too. Uh, well, then while he's doing that, then I, I turn, I, I pan, I, I moon him. I moon him. <laughs> I say, lock onto this. Target lock onto this. <laughs> like that's the full moon of Everwinter you're looking at. And I, and I slap it a couple of times. <laughs> I'm like, the blood moon is out. <laughs> So Kyborg removes his armor. No! Or I'm hearing. <laughs> oh no. I don't know. Is he wearing armor over his posterior? <laughs> he was. Okay. I pull it back up. It's it's right back. <laughs> it was a quickie. It was a quickie. Do you hear that, fair hero? It's the sound of missing listeners. How goes your quest to find them? They might be in your kitchen at this very moment, snacking on hummus, or they could be sitting next to you whilst traveling via wagon. They look like you or me, but you won't know until you investigate. Trust me, they will thank you for bravely guiding them to the stinky dragon. Do you desire to dip your toes in the latest dank drama around the podcast or partake in a heart-pounding poll? Then give us a follow on social media, Twitter or Instagram, at StinkyDragonPod. Or join us on the Stinky Dragon subreddit. Plus, if you tag us on social media using hashtag StinkyDragonPod or post on the subreddit, you could have an NPC named after you in the adventure. In fact, here's some recent NPCs that were named after folks that interacted with us on social media. The Tabulian Treasure Guard, Serpolonis, named after at Lucas Serpoloni. Franca Tonk, named after at FrankRM00. And Mirandalore, named after at Mirandalorian underscore K. Also the recipient of the quickest NPC to die in battle award, thanks to Kyborg. And we're going to give a special thanks to some friends who provided voiceover for characters in the previous episode. Sheriff Gov is voiced by Caden Jensen, and Quadran is voiced by Blizzbear. Are you captivated by the unknown? Do you obsess over unexplained phenomena? Do you frighten easily? Behold Red Web, a podcast all about unsolved mysteries, true crime, conspiracies, and the supernatural. With an appetite for the unknown, hosts Trevor Collins and Alfredo Diaz discuss and analyze unsolved mysteries, true crimes, and paranormal events. Each episode dives into the timelines, the facts, and the popular theories that attempt to explain what's really happening with these strange incidents. This month, they'll be exploring creepy forest events like Bella in Witch Elm, Rendlesham Forest, and the Black Forest Haunting. Rendlesham Forest. Did I say that right? I don't know. Listen to Red Web and find out. Check out Red Web now, available wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to get the episodes a day early, head over to redwebpod.com. Try saying that five times fast. All right, is that it for you, Kyborg? Like I said, I think I used everything else. Uh, as a bonus action, you can touch a simple or martial weapon and fuse it with... I, I think I'm going to whip out... Gift of the Chromatic Dragon! Chromatic Infusion! For the next minute, the weapon deals an extra 1d4 damage, and that could be acid, cold, fire, or lightning, or poison. I feel like... Should I just do extra cold damage, or should I be doing fire? Can I perceive whether which would be more effective, the fire or the ice, or both hitting? I'll give you this one. Since Kyborg has a long history with Quadrant, and I presumably has been studying and learning over his entire life for how best to defeat Quadrant, mm -hmm. from your knowledge of after all these years, you would know that cold and fire are equally damaging to Quadrant. If I make chromatic infusion like fire, even though it's shooting ice arrows, is that negated at all? Or can it just look like a really cool ice flaming arrow? No, no, flaming ice. Okay, cool. Then I'm going to make them uh, flaming arrows. Cool. So I have flaming arrows plus chromatic infusion plus their ice arrows. So they're just like, I'm sponsored by Shaq and Icy Hot. <laughs> It's funny you say that. We were joking on the side here that it sounded like you were about to do an ad read before you started attacking for Icy Hot. <laughs> You're uh, Todoroki from My Hero Academia. He oh, oh, heck yeah, John. Did you say Academia? Yeah, My Hero Academia. Yeah, My Hero Academia. Academia, isn't it? Yeah, Barbara, it's an anime. <laughs> I'm with you, Barbara. Academia is how you pronounce it? That's how I would. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I, I think maybe my brain goes Academy. So academia. Mm. Mm, that makes sense. Uh, but that's yeah, that's my turn. Roll for correctness of pronunciation. A hundred percent. It's probably one of those words I re like. There's so much of my vocabulary that I read in a comic book before ever hearing anybody say it. So I had to just come up with my own pronunciation of a lot of words. Yeah, things are really going all re right now. I mean, awry. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> God, that's oh, I hate that. <laughs> Okay, now that Kyborg's done its 
a bunch of their turns, and then eventually Bart is going to come back to you, just FYI. Eventually. Okay, well, first up, we have Quadrin, who is very angry. Why? He's just been attacked like crazy. What's his deal? Did he not get good dress last night? And he sees his enemy, Kyborg, showing him his bum. His bum. His bum bum. All right, he's going to make a beeline for Quadrin, uh, for uh, Kyborg. He runs into a mirror. Does he have to go over that moat? He has all those arms and legs so he can move in a like he can crawl and or, and or walk like a biped what he actually does is he jumps up to the ceiling grabs onto it and climbs across the ceiling or down the wall over to close the distance next to you kyborg that's my move <laughs> yeah that's a very it's a very spider mud move pulls up close and swings a fiery arm at you two can play at this game he hits AC 22. Sure. Yeah. Which I assume is a hit. Yeah. You'll yeah. allow it? Yeah, yeah. Just for once. O- only because you took your armor off of your butt. That's the only reason why. No, no, no. no. Does that confirm Kyborg's a moon elf? Hey. <laughs> it does eight points of slashing damage. Okay. However, it is on fire, so it also does six points of fire damage. Gift of the Chromatic Dragon! Reactive resistance! When you take acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison damage, you can use your reaction to give yourself resistance to that instance of damage. Ooh, so you take three then from fire. Okay, there goes my 10 points. Bye bye. <laughs> Quadrant says, Nice party trick. And then hits you with another arm uh, with pure, like, slamming force, hitting AC 23. Yeah, that's, that's a hit. That's a hit. Yikes. So he gets plus seven to his rolls, I guess. Yikes. He's doing 31 points of bludgeoning damage. What was the roll on that? What did you roll for that? <laughs> a bunch of D10s. Yeah, he rolled a so bunch of D10s. I can't lucky roll that then, unless I lucky rolled his attack. Right, you would have had to have done it immediately. Yeah, uh, how much was that again? 30. 31 points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> hey guys, Kyborg's tanking this one. He's got it. Uh, oh my God. Things are not looking well for Kyborg right now. And now you need to make a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. Mm, come on, come on. Mm, that's a one. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> lucky. We're using Lucky. Here I thought you used them all. No, no, no this was one his one. He keeps saying uh, it, but he hasn't used it. 18. Yeah, I think this is a good use. It is so much damage. It almost knocks you to the ground, but you like steal yourself, you know, maybe like drops you to one knee, but you like pull yourself back up. You manage to avoid being knocked down by the massive amount of damage. And you only let a little bit of poo come out out of how much that hurt. <laughs> good thing my pants are already pulled down. Gross. <laughs> 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 Then uh, Quadrin swings again with a different arm this time. Yikes. Yeah, this one uh, is kind of a tentacle looking arm. Hitting AC 16. I'm a 16. That hits. Doing 29 points of damage. Are you like okay? No, I'm not. Dude, I am. It's gonna take one more hit and I'm dead. Well, lucky for you, that is his final attack. There you go. On this round. How much damage has he taken? quadrant. It was like 50 something. He took quite a bit. I think he think he took 56. How's he looking? He's uh he's like sparking a little bit. You know, things are uh, a little rough at the edges. Yeah. But he's like he, you know, pulls himself up to his full height. Cause remember, he is large and, you know, lords over you. Kyborg looks down and just says, pathetic. It's the Tabulians' turn, who are being roused to insurrection at this point. Yay! They're also in the cloud of daggers, are they not? No, oh, no, those uh, are the squadrons. Squadrons. Oh, oh, sorry. These are the Tabulians, who uh, Gum Gum has inspired to overthrow Quadrant. With Mud's help. Yeah, with Mud's help. Let's see, they... What would they do? I'm just trying I'm to... Gum Gum's campaign manager. <laughs> so you told them to overthrow Quadrant. You went up and attacked him. I'm just trying to figure out if they're going to attack the squadrons that are still up there or if they're going to go after Quadrant because he moved. How many are there? Could they? There's a bunch. Yeah, there's a bunch. They're all kind of in a group. That's like mob mentality almost. Mm. You know, they're all strength in numbers kind of thing. You know what? The green pool does not affect them. So they're all going to dive into that and go straight up to the dais and begin attacking the squadrons up there. Yeah. These rolls, you don't have to worry about. These are just for me. I'm doing... They're attacking the squadrons. I'm going to just do a few things. I do feel like independence rules are happening here. This is a mothership situation. <laughs> so I'm going to, you're going to see me roll a bunch of dice. This is because it's just a bunch of different things all at once, not because. Mm-hmm. Not because this is all a damage. We are all simultaneously. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm really glad they're on our side now. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? No. One of the squadrons up on the dice falls down. 
not functional any longer. Yay! Is it one of the ones that got damaged thus far? Yes. Okay. Then as it falls motionless, it explodes. That's right. Gear and flames reaching everywhere. Some of the Tabulians fall over, dying in the explosion, but the rest of them seem energized by the combat that's going on. Some of them die? Yeah. It's a big crowd of them. Oh, I feel kind of bad. You did this, Gum Gum. For the cause. For the cause. Y'all are making me fight myself. We should give them a hero's funeral after. Uh, okay, so that was then. That was the Tabulians. Present arms. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now it's some of the remaining squadrons that are up there. Ooh, what would they do? They don't see Bart. They see Gum Gum up here. They're being swarmed by Tabulians. Kyborg and Quadrant are fighting. Mm, they're going to fight some of the Tabulians because that's the immediate pressing. And are they still in the, the Cloud of Daggers? That is not these. That's the next ones that are going to act, but yes. And only one has died so far of these. One of the squadrons. Squads. Mm, of the yeah. four. Okay, a few more of the Tabulians fall, but they're still a relatively strong crowd. Now, some of the other squadrons go. These are the ones in the Cloud of Daggers. Roll me more Cloud of Daggers damage if you could, Bart. Oh, yeah. Um, and I cast it at this third level? You said third level, yeah. Okay. All right, that's only 11. Jesus. Okay, still, that's a good amount of damage. The remaining squadron that's in the Cloud of Daggers steps out of it, does some more damage. Some more of the Tabulians fall down. Bart, you're up. Okay. I'm sorry, before you go, Bart. Your sending stone is buzzing. Oh, can I pick it up? <laughs> no time for booty calls, Bart. <laughs> Sheriff Gov has been in touch. You're not alone. Help is on the way. Oh, <gasps> Lord. Alrighty. Well, thank goodness, because we're not looking real good. And I, look, <laughs> I make direct eye contact with Kyborg. He's like, oh, <laughs> coughing up blood. <laughs> <laughs> Could I open, like, I, am I near the exit door now? Uh, yeah, you are at the door. Yeah, it, it, it's open. Okay. Could I, like, shuffle the prisoners out the door? Yeah. Are you going with them, or are you just, like, pushing them out the door? I'm pushing them out. Okay. Uh, yeah, they disappear through the door. Okay. And you're staying in this room, right? Yes. Okay. I must help my team. All right. Look at you. Uh, how far am I away now from uh, Quadrant? He's about, we'll say, 40 feet on a diagonal from you. The the other squad drones are still on the dais, yes? Correct. And how far is that away from me now? It's just behind you. What is that? Uh, about 15 feet? 15 feet? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe 20, but yeah, it's close. I would like to cast Thunder Wave. Thunder Wave. Um, and try to push him back and, and have him fall into the acid. Okay, and that's a 15-foot cube coming out from you. That would hit all the remaining squad drones as well as the Tabulians that they're engaged with currently. Is there a limit to how many people it affects? Uh, it's a, just says each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitution okay. saving throw. Yeah, it would uh, it would affect all of them. There are three remaining squad drones as well as the Tabulians. Okay. Right side is they're resistant to that poison stuff, so if they fall in, they're fine. Yeah, but they still might take um, thunder damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would it push them out of the daggers, though? It would, but I mean, that's um, it's a compromise. You can take this damage instead. All right, so they need to make constitution saving throws. Is that correct, Bart? Yes. Bart, does, to cast Thunder Wave, he does the thing where he smashes his fists together <laughs> and pushes them out. Cool. Thunder Wave! <laughs> What's the save on this? I think it's 14, if I remember 14, right. 14, yeah. All right, here's the first one. Has a minus one. That's a failure. Oh, is this hitting me? Oh, this would hit Gum Gum, too. <laughs> I forgot you were up there, Gum Gum. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> the Tabulians. 13. What is their modifier? It is plus one. 14. They make the save. Yeah, they're good. The two other squadrons. They are plus one. So one of them makes it, one of them fails. And Gum Gum. You go ahead and roll it as well. Okay. Come on, Gum Gum. I don't want to hurt you. Uh, you did. That's 12. So roll your 2d8 thunder damage, uh, Bart. I did it at the third level. Oh, okay. Roll your appropriate d8 damage then. So how much d8? 4d8. Oh. Bart's getting strong. 24. So the Tabulians take half because they saved. The squadrons, it doesn't matter. Even the one that saved, they all fall down motionless and are shoved away. Two of them explode in the liquid below. Uh, one of them explodes up top, however. So that means Gum Gum, you're up here. I forgot you were up here. Uh, make me a dexterity saving throw. 19. Very good. 19. Okay, yeah, that's successful. Uh, Gum Gum, you take a little bit of damage from the exploding squadron. You take five fire and five piercing. 
uh, but two piercing and five fire because you're raging. Two piercing. So seven five, total. Seven yeah. plus the 24. Yes. Uh, the second bard casts that and hits everybody and notice, he, like, as it's coming out of his fists, he notices Gum Gum's up there and he goes, <laughs> No! <laughs> it was only 31 damage. It's okay. I'll, I'll heal you later, Gum Gum. <laughs> it, it was only half my life. <laughs> <laughs> but on the bright side, you did clear the squadrons out from up top there. Yes. Excellent. And uh, got the prisoners to safety. All right. Yes. Looking good. All right. Is that it for you, Bart? Um, mm, how far is uh, Kyborg from me? About 40 feet or so. Can I give him some bardic inspiration? Let's see. Does it go that far? Yeah. It's a 60 feet range. Yeah, absolutely then. All right. I'm going to give bardic inspiration. That's a, a 1d8. Thank you, Bart. I'll use it. <laughs> so you can use it for ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Sweet. I'll use it for a death saving throw here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might, I mean, you might. actually. Uh, is that it for you, Bart? Yep. All right, after Bart is Mud, then after Mud is Gum Gum. Mud, you're up. Okay, since I don't, I'm not surrounded by Tabulians anymore, I guess I could drop the disguise and become my glorious fear bog. Yeah. How far am I from uh, Quadrant? You from Quadrant, let's see. You're a little closer than Bart. I'd say 30, 35 feet or so. Okay. Um, I'd like to do a few things. One, I'd like to cast Conjure Animals. And conjure eight constrictor snakes. Ooh. Felt like that's in theme. And they all attack quadrant with constrict. No. Which is a, a melee attack that upon hit, uh, the target is grappled and the creature is restrained until they can uh, escape it with a DC save. Okay, so you have to hit then, correct? So I'm gonna just going to roll eight D20s. Okay. Okay, so I'll just I'll just go numbers and you tell me if it's a hit. Uh 15? No. 16? Yes. 19? Yes. Uh 12 is a no, 6 is a no, 8 is a no, 16's a yes? Yes. And 9's a no. So 3 hit. Yes. So I'm going to roll for damage, which is 15 bludgeoning damage, and now he is being grappled by 3 of them. Well, I don't like that. I do. And then on top of that, <laughs> Mud's going to try and use a combat wild shape, and I turn into an Orox. Ooh. Beautiful. Barbara's eyes just lit up. <laughs> yeah. We're all inspired. I heard Orox, and I got excited. <laughs> I'm going to charge Quadrant and try to get between him and Kyborg. Oh, Right before you charge, when you turn into the Oroch, you just hear Bard go, Daddy, sorry, Daddy, sorry, Daddy, sorry. Uh, okay, cool. I guess charge is like a Oroch specific trait or something. So charge is specifically, it's um, it's actually something that more so if I do an attack as an Oroch, which I can't because the, oh wait, it's combat. No, because Conjure Animals was my spell. I'm more so describing to you that I want to use my movement to get. Gotcha up into, uh, like, to just kind of, like, run at Quadrant and try to get between him and Kyborg. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is a Orox move, but it's a, a thing that you do with the connection to an attack as well. Got it. Okay, yeah, I just want to make sure I'm on the same page. Uh, is that all you can do, Mud? Yes. Not that it was very little or anything. All right, that means it is Gum Gum's turn, then after Gum Gum is Kyborg. Wee. So where am I? <laughs> You're still... You're on the dais. He got pushed. Did... Yeah. Oh. You're teetering on the edge of the dais from where you were, right on the edge of that green liquid. So you're at the southern edge of the dais. How far am I from Quadrant? You probably teleport, right? You're pretty close. I'd say you're maybe 25 feet or so. So he's constrict. What is he? He's constricted by three snakes right now, right? Yeah. Correct. Can I teleport right to him? Or like right? Is he standing or is he on the ground? Standing. Standing. He's restrained. He's not prone. Okay. Yeah. Then I want to teleport... I guess behind him and then reach around and grab his eye. Cool. Very cool. Interesting. Okay, don't forget, he would see you coming. Don't forget, he has four eyes, two in each direction. But yeah, uh, absolutely. You can totally do yeah, that. Yeah, he is a four eyes nerd. I mean, I, but I teleport. So, yeah. like, he couldn't see me t teleport. I'm just saying, like, he would know when you appear behind him. Not like he wouldn't know. There wouldn't be just like a hand that comes around and grabs his eye. It, I'm not trying to tell you. It, don't do yeah. it or it's bad. Or, I'm just trying to like let you know. Remind. It's just a reminder. He has four eyes. Okay. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you're gonna play keep away with his uh, with his eye, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what is that like. Yeah, you're gonna have uh, an advantage on this because he is restrained. What would that be? We'll say like a strength, sleight of hand, maybe. Because it's it's not like you're you're using your sheer strength. Like you're trying to be precise and grab this one item off of him and pull it. So I'm inclined to say sleight of hand, or like it's gonna be something dexterity based as opposed to strength based. Mm. Acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a sleight of hand check, but I'll give you advantage because he's okay. restrained. He's thrice restrained. Snake friends. Ah, bad rolls. Snake friends. An eight. Eight. You know, his head's just moving around so quickly. Even though his, you know, his limbs are restrained, he's still able to move his head, and uh, he dodges uh, his his uh, head away at the last second from your hand. Well, then I'll use my second attack and do it again. So, so what happens is it's like you get two attacks per action. It's not that you get two actions. Like a sleight of hand check is an action. So that wasn't like an attack i would I, see i viewed it as like i'm a, trying to grab him you know like is it, he's he's saying it's an it's an action like mm. an unarmed strike yeah but well, you didn't strike him Chris, you Chris thought it was an unarmed strike but it was in fact his entire action so he took away two of his attacks oh what yes and yes and sure why not go for it okay <laughs> now no thank precedent you. is being set here yes thank you <laughs> that's my new favorite catchphrase yeah Yes, and. No, his catchphrase is, I'm not setting a precedent. I, I reserve the right to not do this next time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a, a, a 14. Yeah, uh, Gum Gum, you were initially very dismayed when uh, you, you failed to pull out the orange eye. But then in a flash, you remembered Gum Gum has two hands. Uh, <laughs> and you reach around with your other hand and swipe at the, the orange eye and you manage to successfully pull it out. Uh, as you pull it out, Quadrant howls in anguish. He collapses to the ground. His front right eye is loose from his head, now in your hand. Suddenly, the automaton's iron plating tumbles to the floor. One by one, each of his arms drops from his torso until all that's left is a scaly serpentine body with wings. Oh, I knew it! I knew Squadrons of to use a snake all along. Squadrons, hurry, help me. As he turns to look for his automaton forces, uh, you see that they're crumpled on the ground, exploded. Yeah, that's right, that's right, baby. What's more, all of the orange arms that the Tabulians had have also fallen to the floor as well. <sighs> you can't stop the inevitable Kyborg. Armageddon is upon us. I have seen the future. Tabulians, bring me the orange diagem at once. They're on our side. He's, he's, he's trying to make his case. He's trying to make his persuasion check. Oh, that's silly. What do, what do they do? Is this Quadrant's action? Because I got an action up next. I got a lot he's, of arrows that are burning a hole in my <laughs> quiver, man. No, this is, this is, this, yeah, this is just a, a reaction to the the orange eye being replaced or okay. being taken. I'm just just standing there with my, my bone arrow drawn. <laughs> uh, Mud, as, a, as an aurochs, just starts chanting, mm, wrong, mm, wrong, mm, wrong, mm, wrong. They still think you're saying mm, raw, though, because it's so close. <laughs> gum gum, do you have anything else? Uh, I guess I haven't moved yet, right? Is teleporting I guess, just like a bonus action? Yeah, it's his uh, it's his magic rage yeah. thing. Mm. Yeah, you you have not moved. Or I should say you have not taken a movement action. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's better for me to stay away from him with the eye. Maybe take a few steps away. Well, with that, I guess it wouldn't be an attack because he's, he's, he's restrained. He's restrained. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I'll I'll take a step between I guess Kyborg, put mud in front, and then. Take a step back towards uh, in between mud and so get behind the aurochs. Yes, yeah. yeah. There it is. <laughs> I was like, right. I'm trying to think of like. So what, the what order is... is quadrant aurochs gum gum kyborg. Physically speaking, yeah. correct? Okay. Yes. And I'm on the other side of the room. <laughs> All right. Is that it for gum gum? Yeah. All right. Kyborg, you're up. Then quadrant. Then Bart. Here we go. All right. Uh, I, I just shuffle a little bit over to get a clear line of shot, but not so much that I want to give up my cover, graciously <laughs> provided by both Mud and Gum Gum. Big cow, big cover. Yes, yes. Uh, I, uh, I'm i going to say for mom, and then I'm going to draw my bow back and shoot with the longbow of Crystallina. Uh, also, I have advantage, so that's a 25. We're going to roll that again just, just for the heck of it. It's a 13, but we'll take that 25. That's a hit. All right, and then that does... 11 points of damage. Ouch. But then we also have the flame arrow 
graciously provided by my friend uh, Bart. So that's in a D6. Nope. Not Bart. <laughs> I gave you the Bardic inspiration. Shoot. Mud. Graciously mud provided you. me by Mud. <laughs> that's a one. The Aurochs kicks him a little bit with a hoof. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> down, boy, down. Uh, so that's that flaming arrow, but I also have uh, Gift of the Chromatic Dragon. No, 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 no. What? Say it. Oh, okay. Uh, but I also have Gift of the Chromatic Dragon. Uh, there which it gives is. me an additional Brother. 1d4. Actually, no, before I roll that, I want to roll... <laughs> I want to roll the 3d6 cold damage. So we're going to go fire, then ice. Let's get an Icy Hot sponsorship on this podcast. 16. That's a lot of damage. That's actually that would do a lot because that me- that messes you up. You ever put your hands in like hot water <laughs> after being out in the snow? Plus, now we go back to gift of the chromatic dragon, and then that's a three. All right. So how's 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 uh, how's he looking? How's Quadrant looking? What was that total? Oh man, I don't remember at this point. I just keep the final tally. <laughs> Thirty-one. <laughs> He's uh looking a little worse for wear. Yeah, you're definitely you definitely have the upper hand now. Okay, all right. Well, this one's for dad. So then I pull back to the longbow of Chrysalina, take another shot. I got advantage. That's a 27. And uh, ooh, that's a one, but we'll just ignore that one. Yep. Wow, a 27 and a one. <laughs> all right. And then uh, first I'll do damage on that. That's an eight. Ouch. And then we do fire arrow, gifts from mud. That's a five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we're gonna go with 3d6 cold damage from the longbow. And that is 10. Okay. And then we'll top it off with a little bit of d4 from Gift of the Chromatic Dragon. That's a two. Okay. Yeah, you fire this arrow and uh, you know it flies towards Quadrant and the spirit of your family rushes out like rose ghosts and charges into Quadrant's scaly body. Uh, <laughs> make me a perception check, Kyborg. Okay, watch me fail this real quick. Uh, not bad. 19. You feel like the ground is shaking beneath your feet. You hear like a rumble and a wham and a bang. Smarsh breaks through into the cavern. What? <laughs> Smarsh! Smarsh is king! Smarsh is king! writhing around, smashing the remains of the squadrons and pummeling quadrant. Smarsh is riding around in a fit of excitement, crashing his colossal purple head into each of the cave walls. The earth rumbles and quakes beneath your feet. Stalactites start falling from above, slamming into the floor. Enormous cracks begin fracturing across the walls like veins. Plunges into one of the cracked walls, and the entire cavern begins crumbling upon you. Oh, oh, exit stage right. That, that's, not good. that's not good. To find out what happens, you're going to have to tune in next week no. to see if oh. our brave party is able to escape in time. I had a lot of fun this week, guys. I thought y'all did. Uh, y'all, y'all took this in unexpected directions. Yeah, I'm curious to, to know how you guys thought we would tackle that situation. Well, we thought, you know, combat, hand to hand, straight in, <laughs> you know, roll initiative, kill everyone. But you know, y'all, uh, y'all took it in, a, in an interesting, an interesting way. I'm glad you did. I'm excited to catch up with Smarsh. What's he been up to? The adventures of Smarsh. Smashing. <laughs> Ruling, being king, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, we'll be back uh, next week to find out what happens. Can't wait. Bye. Uh, Quadrant.